0: The Big Scottish Football Podcast with Stephen Mill
1: and Ewan Cameron Hello and welcome to episode 62 of the Big Scottish Football Podcast I'm Stephen Mill, this is Ewan Cameron How are you Ewan? I'm,
2: I'm okay my friend, I've, I've, had, I've had better weekends
1: Episode 62, what's that in bingo terms though?
2: I don't really care if I'm being honest with you I'd, How how
1: you're feeling this morning? Tickety-boo Well
2: I can tell you right now, categorically, I am not feeling tickety-boo I think it's probably one of the worst Sundays I've ever spent in my entire life watching football. It was fairly
1: bad for you, I would say. It was a really bad Sunday. I mean, we'll get into it a wee bit later on, but for those who don't know, your English team's Liverpool as well. And they yes. drew with Luton. Right. Okay, right. You yeah. just, just want you rub salt into that wound yeah. while we're at it. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm happy to do that between now and the end of the show. And I certainly will between now and the end of the show. Uh, don't worry, everyone. It's coming. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> we're getting to that in the next few minutes. But I'm going to read out some of our correspondence uh-huh. uh, from last week. Because we got so many shouts. You can get in touch, as per usual, on YouTube. You can leave your comments there or at Big Football Scott on Facebook and Instagram as well. Just search for the Big Scottish Football Podcast and we'll read out the best of your comments next week on the show, except I won't because I won't be here because I'm on holiday next week. So, Well, that's good. We'll have a decent show then. Ah, that's good. Right, so uh, lots of people absolutely aghast at what you said about Coldplay, saying that they'll be remembered in the exact same way that the Beatles are just now. So... Bob says I came to the conclusion these references were merely to delay the discussion to the Rangers Hearts game I do like Coldplay but those takes are wild great band but they didn't evolve music like the Beatles and Ed Sheehan I'm not even going there Uh, uh, U2DAG says I love Coldplay but this is insane the Beatles are the GOAT end of Jude says has he had a blow to the head? <laughs> Certainly a rush of blood, at least. Utter dross. Um, what else have we got here? Uh, hello to J Mack, who said, I'd rather sit and watch every VR decision since its inception than go and see Coldplay. Murray T says, I think Una's right. Coldplay are fantastic and will be looked back on in future years as legends. I also think Ed Sheeran is better than Paul McCartney, who is overrated. Just my opinion. Now, I'm not going to suggest for
2: a second that Ed Sheeran is better than Paul McCartney. But we're talking about generations here and and, and music for the generations. I grew up in an era, a bit like you, where your mum and dad will have played the Beatles and the Rolling Stones from that particular year because that's where they grew up. What I'm suggesting and what I said last week is that my kids' generation, they've grown up, we call playing Ed Sheeran. And in forty years time, they'll look upon Coldplay and admire in the same right. way. Well, that we're not, we're, we're, no, 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 but, no. We're, no, not, re, we're no, not redoing but, the but, argument
1: but, because but, it's mental. No, no, it, no. It is mental. Okay, right. okay. Let me. Okay, right. Munchie Star says. Regards to Coldplay and the Beatles. If you were asked in a quiz to name the members of the Beatles, you'd get four out of four and get the point. <laughs> if you were asked to name the Coldplay members, <laughs> you wouldn't even know how many were in the band. <laughs> you and Talks Pish. Can you name any other members of Coldplay? No, I can.
2: I can name you Chris Martin, and I know there's a bald guy that plays drums is one of them not Scottish one of them is Scottish is he not like the, for Kirkcaldy or the something guitar player guy yeah. or is he bass I don't know one of them's well, Scottish no I don't even know I think
1: he's for he's for Fife I think but everybody um, knows
2: Chris Mine. he's uh, the main man
1: uh, Mickey Dem says Ewan had a pure Freudian slip when he said Coldplay are the best bland in the world <laughs> 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 I don't mind Coldplay but to compare them to Beatles is an absolute howler
2: can I uh, ask you a question Stephen yes in 40 years time when you are in your 70s uh-huh. right Who is your... Who's your Beatles? I don't know. Exactly. It's Coldplay. There's nobody that stands out the same
1: way that Coldplay stand out. They don't stand out. They're middle of the road guff. Right. Uh, Lots of people... Um saying that they listen from around the world as well, because I went through where we are in the charts. I'll have a chart update in just a few seconds. Okay. Oh John, we should have had some like sort of chart music, you know, like the chart <laughs> countdown. I uh, can make that happen. Right, you can make you you work on that and I'll read out some of the comments and then we'll get to this week's charts. Okay. And I'll tell you where we are. Um so hello to uh, Ajar N. Allen, who says, uh Big Scottish football podcast, definitely the top ten of football podcasts out here in Northern Thailand. So in Northern Thailand, we're very... Sorry, Northeastern Thailand, more specific. Well, that's
2: new to the list.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, H. Bawa says, I'm an international listener. Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Originally from Bonnie Rigg. Uh, home to the Rosie Posey. I'm a Jambo though. Love the pod. Uh, the banter is top notch. See, Bonnie Rig. Mm-hmm. Bonnie
2: Rig and Lonehead, they're right next to each other. I've got family who live in Lonehead, and the Miners Club is one of the best Miners Club I've ever been to. You Cheap might be booze. Related. Could well be. Cheap booze, and the entertainment in there reminds you of the TV show Phoenix Nights.
1: Okay, well, he's listening all the way from Hamilton in Canada. Brisbane, Australia, listening here. That's Fizz3565, and he's a St. Mirren fan. Love the show. Keep up the good work. Thank you very much. Uh, Simon Thomas, not that one. Hello from Adelaide. Australia Arguably The funniest football podcast Available Arguably Arguably According to Simon so and he I, would
2: argue that it is the funniest football podcast.
1: I think that's what he suggested in though.
2: the football world.
1: Ben Connolly says watching on YouTube from the Cayman Islands. Get in. So Ben Connolly, uh, he has some offshore bank accounts, and <laughs> um, he loves his weekly dose of football from back home. Keep up the good work, thank you very much. Uh, Nutty not Elvis, ninety-five sixty, listing from the Netherlands. Uh, you lads are not in the top eighty football podcast here. Maybe eighty-one, but I couldn't be asked logging in to find out. Keep up the good work. <laughs> um, I can. Have you got some chart? Would you
0: like Paul Hardcastle, the wizard? Yes. Yeah, 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 we'll go for that. That's the one. There
2: we go. Okay, here we go then. Here, wait wait for it. It needs to kick in first. This will take you back if you're from the 80s or the 90s. Here we go. What's in? Wait, wait.
1: Okay, UK charts this week hitting a high of number 36 let's go down under to Australia 64 in the charts this week China with flatline 232 unfortunately what about this though we are so popular in New Zealand the 27th biggest football podcast in New Zealand by the way let's get over to Turkey where we're doing as well as well number 32 in Turkey absolutely incredible over in Hong Kong 49 same as the UAE a non-mover at 49 and unfortunately down a few places in Czech Republic this week 213 thank you very much if you're an international listener let us know where you are on YouTube and also uh, at Big Football Scott on Twitter as well right the time has come no it hasn't see before we the get time has... no, 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 no 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 we've teased people enough no we haven't let's we... have a brief no. reminder of how we got to this situation now Uh, A few weeks ago, you wore a Celtic top because you said that Celtic would not beat Hearts in a game at (sighs) Tyne Castle, uh, which was a really stupid thing to say. It wasn't a stupid thing to say. Well, it was a stupid thing to say because Celtic won and therefore you had to wear wear a Celtic Celtic top top as a forfeit. (laughs) Now, uh, you doubled down almost on the back of this, not learning from your mistakes, opening your mouth again. And I think you've described it in your past. You do have verbal diarrhoea. And you said that you were going to wear a Rangers top if Rangers beat Hearts in the League Cup semi-final at Hamden yesterday, and you were also, you added in this needlessly, to be honest with you, <laughs> um, you were going to sing a bit of follow, follow as well. So... Right, wait, wait
2: Hold on a wee second. So, right? just to
1: remind everyone, the score yesterday um, at Hamden was Rangers 3, Hearts 1. Um, so, th- I think that means that you need to go and put it on a Rangers top right now. <laughs> And then don't worry, we've got the, we've got the music for Follow Follow. So right, ho-
2: hold on a wee second. right? Just Can we just chill for a second and just take a step back?
1: Can we talk about the football before no. I... No, we need, you need to get dressed up before you, we talk about the football. But I'm going to be... Get the top on. It's over there. But I'm going to be... Get um... the top on. Get the top on first <laughs> and then we'll talk about the football. Gee, stop, Can, stop saying right, stupid things. See
2: before I go over there and put this on. Yeah. Right. You're a friend of mine. Yeah. Producer John, who produces a show, is a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Can I ask both of you, as friends of, of mine, and I appreciate you, I, rec- I, I respect you both, see when I say something stupid and daft, can you stop me from doing it no. and just say you what you're doing is stupid? Just let's not do this. Well, and I, pu- and, and I, speak I, I, some I, I,
1: common sense into my head. I, I say that quite a lot, to be honest with you. That, that's no, probably about seventy percent of this podcast me. is me going. Me. That's a really stupid thing you've just said there, Ewan. So, you've yeah, not stopped the, stop
2: the jumper's from doing coming
1: that. off. I'm, I'm giving sort of like obviously you're not on camera. We're not going to we're protecting your modesty a wee bit here. So you've got a white. A t-shirt on underneath your jumper and you're going for the top over uh, the white t-shirt as well Yeah. Um, so here it is it's a ranger's top it's a blue ranger's top it's the one from last year it's the one from last year um, I got it from a neighbour of mine a neighbour of yours okay so here it is oh, I can't believe I'm
2: doing that
1: you and Cameron with the ranger's top on I can see it and you'll be able to see it in just a little second here he comes <laughs> yeah there you go How's that feel, then, you? How's that feel? It feels... I mean, this is... I want everyone to take a screenshot of this. No, don't. You don't need to take a screenshot of it. Shut up. Because... Don't put ideas in people's heads, you fucking idiot. If there was ever a visual representation of Jambo Bear... (laughs) This is it. This is Jambo Bear. Uh Uh Uh-huh. Jambo Bear has arrived. Okay, right. Can I... Can I... No, you can sing your song. So we're going to do that. let no listen. Get it done. Get it done. Get it out of the way, and then we can move on with the football. So I wait, wait Stephen, you're you're pressuring me here, and it's pissing me off. We've got the lyrics there. Uh, the, and remember, not one, the, two,
2: three, four. I've got four lines to do. Not the bad lyrics. We've got the we've got the right we've got the right lyrics. Okay, I yeah, know I've got four lines here. Y-
1: you've got it's 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 maybe a wee bit more uh, than four it's lines. It's so, It's four um, lines. Right, producer John, do we have the music? <laughs> Three, two, one, let's go. Ah, gee. We fall, off we... to we start again? I can't do this. I can't do this. What do you mean you can't do this? It's not. It's really not hard.
0: Yeah, it's you know not... the worst. You know the, the worst.
1: Oh. You know how it goes. This
2: hurts. I mean, this hurts the day after we get beat in a semi-final. This hurts. Okay, right.
1: Three, two, one, jambo <sighs> bear. Take care of it.
2: Right, and stop, 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 stop. If you call me Jambo Bear one more time, oh. I'm going to remove this jersey and I ain't singing any fucking song. Well,
1: listen, it's you that. Right, well, we'll stop go, saying that. It's, it's because you every, go back on your... every
2: time you say that, I get it on Twitter and I get it on Facebook. You need to shut your face, right? Oh. And I'm, I I will quit this podcast if this continues because I don't want to be known as Jambo Bear, right? Okay. You in or Basher, but right. no Jambo right. Bear. Okay,
1: okay, right, I've got something. So here he is. It's you and Cameron, not Jambo Bear. <gasps> Don't mention Jambo Bear Nothing to do with Jambo Bear This is not ja- You've not to call him Jambo Bear Okay Yes don't Don't call him Jambo Bear So this is not Jambo Bear Shut Jam- up I'm saying It's not Just Jam- play the bucking music Right Play, play the music Music <laughs>
0: Follow, follow,
2: we will follow Rangers Everywhere, anywhere, we will follow on Dundee, Hamilton, Aberdeen and back again If they get it there, they will follow on If there's not a team like the Glasgow Rangers There you go. Happy? I don't know the words. I don't know the song, right? That's all you're getting. I don't know Right That's enough I'm sat in a Rangers jersey Day after Hearts Got Beat I've sung The stupid little song That's it Right Can I now Remove this I've done my bit No No.
1: (laughs) Round two Here we go Follow Follow We will follow Rangers
2: Everywhere Anywhere We will follow on Dundee Hamilton Aberdeen And back again
1: There we go That was better You're getting there
2: you're through to boot camp. <laughs> Cut it <laughs> one in. more time. No! No, I'm not doing it right go right, on, okay. Dave. Play it again. Play it again. Hearts, hearts, glorious hearts. Yeah, that's enough. Cut turn it off. Yeah, you've had your fun. You've had your fun. You've ripped the pass. You've got me sat here singing follow-follow. You've got me sat here with a Rangers jersey. I've, I've, I'm a man of my word. Let's just move on.
1: Let's move on and talk about the game. Rangers 3 No, we don't need to talk about the what, game. Yeah, we absolutely do need to talk about the game. It was a great win for Rangers through the League Cup final. Philippe on, turning it round at half-time after what was a pretty poor first half, let's be honest. Rangers weren't in their stride in the first half. Second half, they blew hearts away. They did. I don't think that you're not I'm, gonna, not, you're I'm not disagreeing you're, you're with not you're gonna you You're not going to agree with that I don't, I don't disagree with you the, James Tavenier obviously penalty probably no complaints about that Xander Clark coming out like a big idiot giving <laughs> away the penalty and then by the way Scott Wright game changer Scott Wright coming on at half time for Cantwell Cantwell in the dressing room obviously practicing these TikTok dances and stuff like that as opposed to actually contributing to a big game again uh, Scott Wright coming on though absolutely changing the game superb great finish for his goal as well and I don't know if we've discussed this before, actually, but has Scott Wright ever been near the Scotland setup? Because he mustn't be far away. Steve Clark would have been watching that yesterday. Worth a shout? What do you want me to say? I don't know. Yeah, I'll mean, I like, I, I, I tell you what, right? I, I'll, I'll, do the, I'll do the nuts and bolts here. and then
2: you can. But, hear... you, but you don't need to do the nuts and bolts. We know that. We know that Hearts lost. We're not in a final.
1: Listen, we... Rangers
2: are through to play Aberdeen. We know this. Was, like, but r- would... Rangers,
1: Rangers played really well in the second half. I don't want to talk about Rangers. But I
2: don't want to talk about Rangers. How not? Because...
1: Well, you look like you do. <laughs> <laughs> if there's anyone who looks like they want to talk about Rangers, <laughs> I would say at this point in time, <laughs> it's definitely you. So Aye, very good. Um, I-, I would like to talk
2: about Hearts and Stephen Naismith.
1: Right, okay, I was going to get on to that, because obviously I was... But I was starting with the positives for the Rangers. Positives? Points. Well, Rangers are through the final. I need to, you know... I get accused of being anti-Rangers. I thought Rangers played very, very well second half yesterday. I,
2: listen, Rangers deserve to be in the final. But I think that Hearts made it easy for them. Because I don't rate Rangers as a club. As a team. Not as a club. <laughs> they're, a, they're, they're a great club. Right. And they've got a great history. <laughs> that what was I'm, you and Cameron
1: that said that, <laughs> just to be clear.
2: <laughs> what, None meant, do with me.
1: what I meant was the team. I right. don't rate their team at this precise moment. Well, I mean, if you don't rate Rangers as a team, what, do, what does that mean about
2: Hearts? Well, that's what I was getting on to. I thought we showed them far too much respect yesterday. We turned up as if we were playing Real Madrid or did, Barcelona. Did you know... I'd, we parked I, I, the bus.
1: I, second, second half, obviously, Hearts felt the I thought Hearts were okay in the first no, half, please, to be honest please. with
3: you.
2: Well, you're, you're, you're talking as a Dunfermline fan who's used to turning up and parking the bus against a Rangers or a Celtic or a Hearts or an Aberdeen because you're a lower league club and you don't have the same quality of player. Now, hearts, in, in, hearts. hearts. Wait, wait, wait a second. Oh, we hearts show, hearts no, no, have got some no, real quality players. Let me, just, their... no, let me just finish what Did you want to start with that? Hearts have got a decent squad. We just got the wrong manager in place. Yeah, we do. We do. We turned up You keep saying this we, all the time. We turned up yesterday as if we were playing in the Champions League against Manchester City. Rangers are not great. They've got issues, which is why they've, they've changed their manager. How many? How and many? We turned
1: up. We turned up. How many Hearts players were getting at the Rangers team? We, Shanklin, were getting. We turned up, right, so we're on one. We
2: we turned up and how, we, many, how many others? We none, right? We, none. We, we, right, but as say, a unit no. and as a team, we should have done way better. We turned up and we parked the bus and we said with our tactics and with our formation, we are here to play for penalties. Rangers have the ball, firing your crosses. Tavenir, Barisic, Tavenir, Barisic, Tavenir, but, but, but Barisic, really? Tavenir, Barisic, cross after cross after cross after cross after cross. It was humiliating from a Hearts fan perspective. Second half?
1: I, like uh, you, Stephen, first you know, first, first half? Like, defensively,
2: I, I, we were good in the first half, but that's all so that we're to good think. at. But that's, but that's my point, is that Hearts shouldn't be turning up in a semi-final of a cup competition against a Rangers side they are not particularly good and have had to change their manager, and we turn up as if we are playing the best team in Europe, when we're clearly not. I thought it was awful. I thought it was embarrassing. I thought it was humiliating to a club like Hearts to play in that fashion. I expect Dunfermline to do that. I expect Falkirk to do that. Allowa, Queen of the South, you name them. Hamilton. I expect that at Hamden from those clubs, but not Hearts. We are way better than that. Take the game to them. Get in their faces. Put them under pressure. No, we sat off. And the other problem that I've got with Stephen Naismith is not only is he the wrong man to be in charge at heart, he doesn't even have a plan B. He looks clueless. What would your plan B be if you're 3-0 well, down to Rangers? Well, no, no. what I'm saying is, even when we went 1-0 down, he didn't have a scooby what was going on. I mean, to be fair, like Rangers scored,
1: what, seven minutes later or something like yeah, that? Yeah,
2: it was shocking. He just, he just has to go.
1: And so, the problem, so, so, the problem, you're, so you're also, back to I'm, I'm, Naismith out? He's always out. Right. I'm, I'm not, no, it wasn't I, a few weeks
2: ago. I, 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 was, I don't want to sound like a broken record, right? So I'm not going to go on and on and on and on about it. But Hearts have issues from top to bottom. What I will say about Rangers under Philip Clermont, that they do look better. They are 10 yards further forward. They are in the faces of the opposition. They look more of a threat. But I still think there's a lot of work to be done there. And I think Hart's made it easy for them yesterday.
1: I think Clermont as well, to give him credit, I was having a wee uh, joke about Todd Cantwell because obviously I got slaughtered a few weeks ago for saying he flattered to deceive. But, you know, in all seriousness, he didn't really contribute much again in the first half yesterday. So much so that Clermont took him off at half-time. Um, there was a lot of people saying, oh, it must have to do with injury or he's just back for injury. But after that, Clermont said, no, it was purely tactical. Um, so and that's that's right 100% that's what I was going to say um, he's obviously not afraid to make big decisions and he made a big decision at half time yesterday and Scott Wright came on and played really really well Scott Wright was really good he, he gave them a bit of pace um, he was very direct good goal
2: thought Danilo picking him out for that goal right foot shot into the corner but yeah I, listen Rangers deserved it and, and and the hearts have only got themselves to blame and I listened to Stephen Naismith's after match interview <sighs> I, I, I'm going to so, get myself into trouble if I say so, what I to say. So,
1: last week on the show, you said it would be an Edinburgh Derby final. So, it was Hibs nil, Aberdeen won on Saturday. <laughs> um, to be fair, a bit of a smashing grab by Aberdeen. Yes, it was. Went down to 10 men. Jack McKenzie, stupid sending off. Uh, Hibs, I'll be asking themselves how they didn't win that game, missing so many chances... And then one of our uh, pals who works here at the radio station, uh, Gav, who's a big Hibs fan, messaged me and he was like, I've seen this film before. And this was before Aberdeen got their man sent off. Yeah, And I was like, yep, this is all setting up for Aberdeen getting one chance and taking it. Now, by the way, Miovsky does really well for the goal. It's a great finish. Um, his scoring record for Aberdeen is tremendous, by the way. It's very, very impressive. It's something like... I'm sure it's like 75 games and 40-odd goals or something like that, which is pretty good. That's Uh pretty handy. Um, Another good uh, win for Barry Robson, two in a week, after beating Motherwell last week, and it will be Rangers versus Aberdeen in the final. I thought,
2: when watching that game, clearly, Hibs were the better side. Mm -hmm. Um, It was a smash and a grab. But I would lay the blame at David Marshall. For the goal. For the goal, because when you watch that goal back, he does nothing. He doesn't come out, and he doesn't really narrow the angle. And when you see Miofsky going through on goal on the left, he actually lifts his head up and looks across the box to pass it, because he himself is probably expecting to keep it to come out to narrow the angle, and he doesn't. He does He does neither one thing or the other. David Marshall made a mistake there, made it easy for Miofsky. He actually gave Miofsky the only option he had, which was to have a shot at goal, because he was looking up to put the cross out. Yeah,
1: I mean, there was nobody there. I know,
2: So, but then he goes, oh, the keeper's not even anywhere near me. He's got to be out. The keeper's got to be out to confront him at that angle. And I thought that Marshall was at fault for that goal. I felt really sorry for Hibs. I thought they were really good. Without really testing Kelly Roos but they were the better side. They did have
1: some big chances that they blazed over the bar. Johan was like
2: 12 yards out and the ball gets slid back to him. He's got to hit the target at least. Hibbs should be in that cup final, but listen, it's all about goals. Miofsky scores a cracker. Aberdeen are there. Well done. And I'm going to say it now, Aberdeen are going to get absolutely leathered in the cup final. And if they don't... No, I've done, I don't even say sit here when Aberdeen No, I will on. not. There's nothing singing like that. Singing
1: the Northern Lights of Aberdeen.
2: No, I won't be singing the Northern Lights of Aberdeen. So, so
1: you're so confident that Rangers are winning? Oh, they'll leather Aberdeen.
2: And if they don't, no, not, no, No, no I'm, not, I'm not walking into that rubbish again. I'm not getting myself into those positions ever again. This is the last time. You'll see me in another... In I a, mean, if, well, if, it's, if it's such a cut and, cut and dry situation... Yeah, it is cut and dry. They'll leather them. So you'll wear the Aberdeen no, top no, then? No, 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 I won't. No, why not? No. No, 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 no. no. Better,
1: better. <laughs> Rangers, Rangers will leather them, right? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think that's, that's, in all likelihood, that's what's going to happen. So I think you've got absolutely nothing to lose here. Mm-hmm. Like you could, you could probably. I mean, we uh-huh. won't need to get an Aberdeen top or anything. Like uh-huh. you, for if they do win. No, so
2: uh, congratulations to Rangers and winning the first um, trophy of the campaign because
1: the, win, the the final and if, would, and if the, the, Aberdeen do win it you will be sitting here with uh, Aberdeen see, top see,
2: on. See, the, see for me yesterday's game at Hamden between Rangers and Hearts that was the cup final whoever wins that wins the cup and that's it so Rangers have won it congratulations Aberdeen fans don't even bother buying tickets don't even bother getting in your car and driving doing it's going to cost well, you a they're lot asking of money. for a 50-50 <laughs> they're asking but they're not going to get because they'll not sell those tickets Aberdeen are renowned for it they'll moan about the kick-off time They'll moan about play nine trank Frankfurt on the Thursday, not knowing that Rangers play Real Betis on the same night in Spain. But I've not seen Clement come out and moan like Barry Robson did yet about the fixture list. Well, if you want to be in Europe, that's what happens, mate. Get on with it.
1: Our hearts in Europe this season? Nah, we're nah, nah, Europe, not, no, we're not in Europe, no. But we we'll hope season. to be there next Are year. hearts in the League Cup fight? No, I we're I'll not, nah. right, Do you want to move on to the next games? Uh, let's yeah. go to the Premiership. Yeah, let's go to the Premiership then. And we'll start on the Saturday lunchtime uh, game. Ross County 0 Celtic 3. Celtic made a wee bit heavy weather of this, let's be honest. Um, it was two very late goals uh, to put a sheen on the scoreline. I mean... It was all Celtic. They had all the possession. They had all the chances. Ross County were just sitting, and especially after the sending off, which you'll get to in VRWTF. Um, but cracking goal from Lewis Palmer. Uh, James Forrest scoring for I believe the fifteenth consecutive season for Celtic. Something like that. Is that the stat? It's something like that. The
2: 15th consecutive season. What, would he join him when he was eight? <laughs> no, James Forrest is... How old is James Forrest now? I think he's about 33, is he not? Something like that. He's 32. I mean, he couldn't have missed. It was, a back, it was a header at the back post.
1: Yeah, so he... um 15 goals... He scored in 15 consecutive seasons for Celtic. So he made his debut... On May the 1st, 2010, and he scored Celtic's third in a 4-0 win against Motherwell. So, so 13 so, years. So, well, 2009,
2: 2010. Oh, yeah, I would work to be 14, 15 years, yeah? Yeah,
1: yeah. so there we are. Uh, James Forrest uh, scoring a header, to sweat the fact he hasn't got a neck. Oh, um, by the way, so, Palma. Yeah, great goal. Really good
2: goal. Although Steve Cowan, former Hibs and Aberdeen striker, who we worked, football show, we worked with him on a, a Saturday, he said the keeper should do better there.
1: I don't think so. I think it was a really good goal. Because I thought the defender might have, I, you know, what, got in the way. I know we mentioned this in VAR. WTF, quite a lot. See if you see something in slow motion. It looks so much worse. Aye. Like in terms of if it's a challenge or if it's a goal. Yes. Things look so much worse. So you're like, oh, how's he not getting that? Aye. How's he no reaching in slow motion? Yeah. Um, so no, I, I think it was a great goal, and uh, Celtic extend lead at the top, obviously Rangers do have a game in hand though, uh, 3-0 win for Celtic on Saturday. Elsewhere, a big win for Kelly, They're third on the spin at Rugby Park as well, 1-0 winners against Motherwell, Ennis Cameron uh, with the goal, um, so no team has taken more points at home than Kilmarnock, but no team has taken fewer points on the road than them either. So they're getting all their points at home, pretty much. Obviously, they lost uh, to St. Johnson last midweek as well. Yeah. Um, St. Johnson's first win of the season. Motherwell, on the other hand, one point from the last 21 available. Kettlewell got off to such a great start there, yeah,
2: and also when he first came through the door, which is why he got the job full time. And it's not like they're that
1: far off. I
2: mean, they're, they're not... only
1: five points behind. Kilmarna. No, and
2: they're not playing
1: badly. Kilmarnock have played a game more.
2: Yeah, they're not playing badly. They're just not getting the rub of the green at the moment. Yeah, I know they got pumped during the week there against Aberdeen, but I, I still think they're a, they're a, they're a decent side, and they will be in the mix for the top six it's
1: not quite cut and dried that they're going to get third place like it was a few weeks ago as I mentioned so yeah oh, that, by the way that is up for grabs that third spot that could be anybody's oh, of course yeah I mean Hearts well,
2: Aberdeen Hibs you, I, you don't know what you're getting from them said S- Mirren
1: are two points clear of Kilmarnock in third and they've got two games in hand over Kilmarnock as well game in hand over Hearts and Dundee played the same as Aberdeen um, so yeah I mean it's really tight Livingston are on ten points Kilmarnock are in fourth on 16 points So two wins basically Brings you up into the European in places uh, Even if you're Livingston Let's move on to Livingston Who got beat yesterday uh, A cracking free kick Luke McCown, um From 25 yards out Right in the top corner Absolutely brilliant So Dundee continue their decent form Obviously with that blip Getting absolutely pumped by Rangers uh, During the last midweek But they are up to 6th in the table uh, 14 points They'll be delighted with that start And uh, Tony Dockery's done a really decent job I think really I like
2: good. Dundee Really happy for them. I think they're a proper premiership football club and if we can get Dundee United up at the end of this season, we've got the Tayside derby to look forward to next year.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Right, let's move on at the championship. So it was kind of as you were on Saturday anyway at the top of the table because Dundee United could only manage a draw uh, home to Inverness. Duncan Ferguson remains unbeaten as Inverness manager as well. Finished 1-1 at Tannadice. I take him at hearts. You take Duncan Ferguson at hearts. I would take Duncan Ferguson at heart. I don't think he... He wouldn't take the step down, from Ness. Wraith Rovers 1, Airdrie 1. Uh, so Wraith Rovers couldn't take advantage uh, Wraith Rovers uh, have lost and drawn against the of this season So uh, a bit of their bogey team So 1-1 at finish the Stars Park Also a draw at Somerset Queen's Park coming from two goals down to draw 2-2 with Air United And a thumping win for Partick Thistle 3-1 uh, against our both Partick Thistle Now third in the table 19 points, five clear of their nearest challengers Dunfermline, who won on Friday night against Morton by two goals to one which was a big win actually because had Morton won it uh, would have sucked Dunfermline into all the guff at the bottom so yes. Dunfermline in fourth place and you've got two games
2: in hand as games well two games in hand and if as you as win well. your two games in hand you'll jump above Partick Thistle and that would be a good place to be
1: games in hand uh, are on the way I think it's Inverness and then we play both our uh, both both at East End Park yes. Dunfermline have five home games in a row at home what a chance for you though so we'll see what happens including that cup game against Wraith Rovers as well League 1 uh, Falkirk stretched the at the top that was despite the fact they only drew away at Queen of the South 1-1 it was you were saying on Saturday Queen of the South were mental odds mental odds I mean they were 7-1 to one, where the book is actually 7-1 to one, and they were at home
2: against Falkirk I know Falkirk are flying high and they're red hot favourites to win the league but I thought that was a huge price for uh, Queen of the South yeah they get the draw and that's a good draw for Marvin Bartley because um, they've been up and down recently
1: yeah absolutely Cove Rangers beating Hamilton which is obviously good news for Falkirk so despite the fact that they only picked up a point it's a point further away for Hamilton and that is Hamilton's first defeat of the season as well Cove are starting to pick up a wee bit of pace so they are unbeaten in their last five yes. and won their last three yes. so uh, Cove are beginning to get it together and they're moving up towards the playoff spots as well they're only two points behind Keltie Hearts, and they've got a game in hand Keltie Hearts. Drawing it away at Annan 2 2 on Saturday and Aloha Athletic. I don't know, John, you're feeling this neck of the woods. Is this a derby? Sterling versus Aloha? I yeah, would say that's a derby. Yeah, definitely. I don't know what we'd call it though. Anyway, Sterling, Albion nil. Aloha 2. Uh, so Edinburgh City remain bottom on just six points after a 5 1 defeat against Montrose and Falkirk. Top of the shops, 30 points from them. Right. Wait, uh, Elgin to Stranraer. Five and a half hours drive. Five and a half hours. But we will get to that because obviously we don't really talk about League Two because we've got our League Two correspondent and it just so happens to be the President of the United States of America, Mr Joe Biden, everyone. Thanks, Yuen and Stephen. After a couple of weeks of cup action, it was back to the main event. The quest for the league title and how
2: about those warriors? My boy Steny put forward for the sword. It was a three to one win at Station Park. Peter are really getting it going and that is five wins on the spin now, putting them to points clear of Dumbarton, who themselves beat Bonnie Rigg Rose for goals to zip. Stranraer kept Elgin's misery going as they won three to one while manager Les Clyde couldn't build on their cup win and got beat to one by the mighty Spartans. You really can't call this league. It's tight, it's exciting, it's enthralling, it's league. To a
1: baby, oh no, I have just pooped my pants. Right. Okay, there he goes, President Joe Biden, <laughs> uh, our League Two correspondent, but thank you very much. Yes, so Peter Head remain top And Elgin remain bottom alongside Clyde. Right, time for some VAR WTF.
3: La gente está muy loca. 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 What the fuck?
1: Right, let's start in the League Cup semi-final. Hibs nil, Aberdeen one, John Beaton. So, Boyle's offside Goal. How did that take four and a half minutes? I know, I mean, it, it was offside. It was one of those ones where you're just like, oh, for God's sake. It, I, four and a half minutes? I know, totally. So anyway, correctly, obviously ruled offside. But I, I, I agree with Nick Montgomery.
2: See when it takes that long, give the goal. I think there should be a time limit on it. But it was offside. Like, it, but why did it take four and a half minutes? they're idiots.
1: Okay. <laughs> um, also um, a foul in the build up to Aberdeen's goal Lewis Miller
2: no on I'm the not way through.
1: There's I a thought a lot of Hibs fans and yeah. all, uh, Nick Montgomery not happy
2: I thought that Lewis Miller went down way too easy some days you get them some days you don't John Bean decided to let play go on because there had been a bit of that
1: in the game so he probably went, look I've had enough of this Uh, Rangers 3 Hearts 1 you'll remember from yesterday in the League Cup it was Nick Walsh who was the referee Uh, no complaints about Xander Clark and the penalty Um, I think that was pretty nailed on by the way you've missed the incident
2: involving Venti and Kelly Roos Kelly Roos yeah now a lot of Hibs fans are screaming that that was a penalty even Michael Stewart on co thought it was a penalty I think Alan Hutton wasn't so sure I would say It it didn't even get reviewed though that's what I'm saying. It was an interesting one. They should have maybe had a look at it, but I think... It... Do you think it was a penalty? I'm not sure. I don't, I don't so think if so. if you're not sure, you don't give
1: it? Yeah, I, I think probably
2: just about the correct decision. I would agree with you. I think it's just about the correct decision. However, had the referee given it, you probably wouldn't have complained either.
1: Probably yeah, yeah Probably, It's one of them Yeah absolutely It's one of them Right um, Rangers 3 Hearts 1 As I mentioned it was yesterday Nick Walsh who was the referee No complaints With Xander Clark. Stephen Kingsley Initially given a second yellow For diving But it was rescinded And the penalty was given um, Right decision Yeah I think Ultimately the right decision Yeah I don't think there's any Really complaints about that uh, In the Premiership uh, Ross County nil, Celtic 3 David Monroe Was the official James Brown red card Now I was in the studio myself watching this before the big Saturday football show and then Steve Cowan came in who does the show with us and I was like I thought this was a really harsh sending off but you're going to see it in a replay and you'll be like what are you talking about Stephen? I think it's one of these classic situations where you see as I mentioned earlier on if you see something slowed down it looks so much worse. Now if you watch it in full, t- full speed it's a time challenge it's a booking I think. I think it's a booking He catches them Absolutely But I don't think There's any intent there And I know you're going to say Oh intent doesn't Necessarily mean It wasn't a dangerous Play and stuff like that So if it's If it's in real time I think if it's in real time It's just a yellow card And you get on with the game
2: But if you only see it In slow motion You give a red card 100% But in real time you don't
1: Yes I agree with you and I agree with you. It's probably a wee bit like it does look bad if you see it in slow motion. As I've said, it makes everything look really bad. But I think, oh, I, I just think it's really harsh. so. So my,
2: my, I, I made this point a few weeks ago. What when when VAR called the referee over to have a look at something, they have to show him it in real time first.
1: Uh, yeah, they have to two
2: or three times from different angles show him in real time as it happened, and then afterwards, if the referee requests to see see it in slow motion, then fair dudes, I think once you see anything in slow motion, it looks poor. Like the... Curtis Jones. Curtis Jones, Liverpool,
1: Spurs. Like, that looks really bad, slowed down. Yeah, but in real time. But in real time, I don't think it I think it was a yellow card. Yeah. Like, it's almost like, yeah, it was a a poor challenge, Mm -hmm. but a poor challenge can still be a yellow card. Yes. It It doesn't necessarily... Every poor challenge needs to be a red card. So you think the referee might have got that one wrong? Or is it a a
2: bit like the penalty? Yeah. If he just gives a yellow, you kind of go, yeah, I get it. I
1: I, I think we'll get to the Dundee Livingston one in just a wee second, which was slightly different. That was given as a red and downgraded to yellow. Um, I I just think that we're getting to a stage where, like, the boy James Brown mistimed his challenge. They... The boy was too quick for him But he also knew it He knew he missed time He put his hand up He said I'm sorry Luke Exactly And I think that's You know there was There was one In the semi-final yesterday I think it was Ryan Jack And he caught somebody Really late Ah, He did Foul was given And Ryan Jack immediately went Yeah he did It was stamped on the foot These things happen And I don't think There was any intent in that Or malice Or malice And you know Whether that makes it A red card or not I'm not You know Like that's open to the interpretation but if I'm James Brown I'm gutted about that yeah. I really am uh, Liam Scales goal disallowed for a push on Jordan White correct decision and O-go ruled out after my Ada was uh, deemed offside he was offside he so. was offside yeah. um, well the up, line
2: suggested he was offside but the angle for it was really weird
1: yeah they, they, they kept in the studio at half time they kept showing like different frames of it and stuff like yeah. that and but you have to go with the computer
2: and the computer's saying that he was further forward than the defender so you have to. I go mean, you have part- said
1: you've said on this podcast before that sometimes they can't draw the lines properly. No, yeah. they
2: don't, because they get five-year-olds in to do it.
1: Yeah. So was that not the case on Saturday? It then?
2: could. Uh, listen, that's what I'm saying. They calibrate it, so you'd like to think they get it right, but sometimes you're thinking, where are they drawing those lines and who's drawing those lines? But you have to go with what the the the, the lines tell you. And
1: again, if they'd said that he was onside, you wouldn't have argued it. Mm-hmm. It was that close. Uh, Dundee won. Livingston nil. Alan Muir initially sent off. Sean Kelly. Uh, for a foul on Zach Rodden Now I don't know how he came to the conclusion This was a red card It was a cynical Yes Cynical challenge Brought him down It was a yellow, than that. A yellow card every day of the week Goes across to the monitor Downgrades it to the yellow Arr, A correct decision in the end And fair play yeah, to the referee Alamir. For changing his decision Yes exactly Right um, We're going to move on to start sub-cell But I'm just conscious of the time And I think we should maybe Call Jose Katongo Because we've missed him the past couple of years, do I call Jose? Jose,
3: Jose, 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 Jose,
1: Jose. Just because, like, we've been calling him quite late, and yeah. he's obviously got his routine on a Monday. Jose Katongo. Yes, he does. He's we, at the gym and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. And we don't want to miss out on him, so if we could give him a wee bell, that would be amazing. Yeah, so, come on, Jose, pick up. Hopefully, he picks up this week. So producer Don John will be putting in the number.
0: Sorry, you've taken me a wee bit. In my surprise here. I'm firing up the computer to dial Hosey. You didn't even have the computer
1: fired up. Right. Jesus, John. You're the producer of the show. You're meant to be ready for all eventualities. And and, uh, by the way, a couple of people have mentioned this in the comments, right? John, I'm looking at you. Right. Are you using questions from Beat the Pundit for our quiz? (laughs) Oh, I saw that. People are saying yeah, or, uh, John. No, no, it's the
0: other way around because I used one oh. of the questions from the, uh, the shootout on uh, beat the pundit. Beat the pundit,
2: right? Ah, okay. So it's that. that okay. People are not see. Okay. See, the punters are no daft. They see everything and they hear everything. So many picked up on that that John's using
1: questions from beat the pundit. I mean, to be fair, that gives the pundits quite a quite an advantage. It as does well. actually. Yeah, I think
0: they listen to this.
1: Yeah, they do, actually. Yeah. I, 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 know, that,
2: I know that Gordon Deal and Mark Wilson listen. Yep. Actually, Marvin Bartley listens as well. Yeah.
0: Right, okay, I'm sorted.
1: <laughs> right, let's call Jose. There
2: we go. Come on, Jose, pick up this thing. See, I think after 12, that's a problem for us. I think we, he must start a class at 12. I I he's the gym because we normally phone in between 11 and 12. Yeah, yeah, he'll be in a spin class Hello? or something. Jose! Jose! Hello,
3: yeah, Hello. my
1: man. How are you doing? Where
3: are you? I'm in the gym. I'm in the gym. Yes, yeah, I'm out now. Oh, um, you're
1: not. Were you in a spin class or something?
3: No, i done. I read done I'm just here now talk with you, man. What's happened, man? Nothing. No, not here for you. No, see you for the ages, man. I know, I know, I know. We
1: we did phone last week, but you were obviously, but and we were very late last week as well. It was about quarter to one by the time we phoned. So, what, you been up to? Anything exciting? Anything happening?
3: Nah, no, I've been quiet, man. I've been like, pure quiet. You know what I mean? It's just, not being out, and just exercise and chilling.
1: Yeah, okay. exactly. You, you, you started your Christmas shopping yet or anything?
3: No, 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 yeah, still early. Right, okay.
1: See
2: when, see when
3: you go to the gym. What are you working on? I work on everything. I work on uh, legs, abs, and arm, and my head. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. And how many? <laughs> and how
2: many abs do you
3: have? I think. Let me see in the mirror. I think eight. Eight. You, you
2: can you got an eight pack. I got an eight pack. That's
3: amazing. Yeah, that yeah, very be- good. For a guy to my age, can't complain, man. No, no, no. How, how old are you, Jose? I'm going to be 50 next year. You're, You're not a party.
1: 50. Are you having a party?
3: Mm. <laughs> no. I take my family away, Tenerife, for a few days.
2: Oh, that'll be amazing. That'll can, be class.
3: Can, 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 can Stephen and I come with you? No problem, my man. It'll be fun. No
1: <laughs> We've been invited to Jose 50th birthday party. I think you invited us, to be honest. Yeah, amazing. Jose, uh, what you got on the rest of the day? and You got your coaching on later
3: on? Yeah, my coach later on. And now I finish gym and I am go home, tidy up a little bit and then chill a little bit and then... Back. Tremendous.
1: Amazing. Coaching. Tremendous. Watch yeah. Bargain hunting that. Right. Yeah. Okay, uh Jose. Um, thanks very much. And we'll speak to you no. next week, pal. Okay.
3: No, problem thanks a million. Thank you, ma- Thank you, boys. Thanks a Cheers. million. Love bye you. Bye bye you. Bye Cheers, bud. Bye bye. Bye. Love you. Bye-bye. Bye, mate.
1: Wait, here we go. Here we go. I'm so glad. Jose, Jose. Okay, dokie Right Time for start Sub-sell It's our new game Our version of Snog, marry and Void. You must decide Which one of the three players You would start Which one you would have as sub And which one you would sell Last week it was a Ballon d'Or special Even though none of them won it Kylian Mbappe Mo Salah And Erling Haaland It was won by Messi You should never
2: have won that
1: But it was For the period Including the World Cup So what? If you'd have asked If you'd have asked After the World Cup You'd have said Messi So then not he start? Um Okay Des Roach friend of the show former top flight referee easy start Haaland goal machine at an elite level in competitive league sub Mbappe lightning quick explosive but not playing at an elite level every week impact sub uh, for him Sell Salah great player coming to the end of elite level and worthy of a decent transfer fee uh, Brian Kirkwood said start Haaland absolute Peach uh, Absolute phenomenon um, Salah Guaranteed goals And sell Mbappe Massive disruptor Let him be someone else's problem uh, Grand Slam Scotty Says start Haaland Sell Mbappe Bench Salah um, Hipbone says Start Haaland Best at putting away chances Bench Mbappe Speed coming off the bench Against a tiring defence Would be unstoppable And sell Salah Great player But won't have long left At the top level Your Mbappe chat Was absolute nonsense Yes Mbappe Who scored in two World Cup finals Including a hat trick In the last one it's, it's, it's
2: weird weird, isn't it, how you actually pick out the negative comments about my thoughts on Mbappé, but there are positive comments as well who agree with me. I'm getting to them. So but you're going to read them out? I'm going to read all of them. Because all I was suggest is that Mbappé needs to go to a better league to prove that he is the best player on the planet. Not scoring a
1: hat-trick in a World Cup final.
2: Oh, but... shut up, Steve. He's still going about a World Cup final. Loads of players have scored in a World Cup final. Doesn't make them the best uh, player on the how, planet. How
1: many players have scored in two just, World just Cup final?
2: Just, just read the comments. Just read the comments. How, the... Man, how, read... Many,
1: how many players have scored a hat-trick in a World Cup final? He's got a great team around him. He's got a great team around him. So it was interesting. Somebody actually pointed this out last week. Somebody said, well, you know, you said that Mbappe's got a great team around him. Yeah, he has. But then you also called him a PSG a one-man team, which is Mbappe. No, 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 no. What I meant by that is that,
2: <coughs> that, is, is that he, so is is, he he's a main man at PSG. So yet, he is
1: a really good player. He,
2: but he's a main man at PSG, but they haven't won a Champions League. Right and they're rubbish in the Champions League so, they got to one final and all the time all that money's been spent on them they signed them from um, how long did it take Man City to win the Champions I am,
1: League doesn't the
2: matter how long, how long, by the way I can tell you right now, they didn't win it this year
1: how long, how long did it take Chelsea to win the Champions PSG League PSG
2: will not win the Champions League in the next five years easy not a chance Okay, they're, they're useless and Mbappe will be gone at the end of the campaign he'll be at Real Madrid with be June Bellingham and then we'll see if he's a decent player Mbappé's a good player as it stands right now in the French league but it's a French league one of the poorest leagues in Europe I want him to be tested in the top leagues whether it be England whether it be Spain or Germany Tested at the
1: top level like you know a World Cup final where he
2: scored the hat-trick
1: We can all have great World Cup finals Right Right
2: right. Hold on Hold on Look at Morocco Look at Morocco They got to a semi-final We're not sat here saying that Hakimi is the best player on the planet but just because he got to a World Cup semi-final we're not here sitting Yeah in... because that's different from a World Cup final I'm just but you know what I'm getting And happened. he's also won You're the World Cup right, while scoring in the final We need the well. comment suit that agree with me when it comes to Mbappe Ross1874
1: says start Haaland proven goal scorer sub Mbappe speed flare off the bench Sell Salah probably would have kept him uh, but cashing him plus he'd be shite in a reenactment. Uh, I don't <laughs> even know what that means um, Okay so uh, Bob Bobsky sell Mbappe seems a bit of a knob and will bring disharmony to the squad start Haaland and sub Salah when you need some magic uh, Fradog says uh, Haaland to start bullying defenders bring Mbappe off the bench to run against the tired defenders with his blistering pace Good show, yeah. um, sell Salah uh, for decent coin before he gets too old that's the kind of common theme I yes, would say. yes. Um Mickey Dem says start Mbappe sub Salah and sell Haaland watching Haaland with Norway I think he's a fantastic goal scorer but not a great player interesting I, I there's something in that there's yeah. definitely something in that when it well, comes I mean, to Halland. Well, let, let's be honest. It was interesting. Guardiola was asked about the Ballon d'Or last week. And he basically said so long as Messi's playing football, Messi should win the Ballon d'Or because he's the best player in the world. And that's what's supposed to be. Yeah. You know. And you're not going to disagree with Pep Guardiola. He um, better than anybody. Like I don't think there's like Haaland's obviously a phenomenal goal scorer, but As a player, Lino Messi is a better football player. Yeah. Lino Messi is the best football player in the world. Yes.
2: Um, Would you have him over Ronaldo?
1: (sighs) Don't know. I mean, I I wouldn't be fussed with either, to be honest with
2: you. you I'd take them both. I'd say I'd take either one.
1: If you could sign one for Dunfermline tomorrow, who would you take? Ronaldo. Yeah. So would I. Um, Bills, 90, because, I mean, No I mean Messi would Obviously be fine In the Scottish Championship But I think Ronaldo Physically would just Dominate everyone as well Uh, Bills 1987 Uh, Start bench sell uh, That's not what it's called It's called Start sub sell Uh, Start Haaland Bench sell Sell Mbappe Give Haaland A run in that France team And he scores More than Mbappe Uh, William Hubbard says Start Salah Bench Mbappe Sell Haaland As he would bring in the bank uh, For the goat Danilo Obviously Uh, Lewis Farmer 67 Start Mbappe As an overall player I think he brings the most to any team and can single-handedly win games now I would agree with that Sub-Halland harsh not to start but can have a massive impact if needed and will no doubt get goals. sell Salah oldest of the three players and think that others have more ability not quite sure with that I think Salah is a very very good player so uh, the conclusion based on your responses are the following go on start-Halland yeah Sub-Mbappe sell Salah okay
2: so there you are. I would disagree with that, but hey ho. Yeah,
1: that's that's what's all about. Because
2: I was starting Salah, I was subbing uh, Haaland, and I was selling Mbappe. That's mental.
1: So <laughs> this week's contenders. Oh, go on. For start, sub, sell. Yeah. The Scotland squad will be announced this week. And out of the following three, which one are you starting? Which one are you subbing? And which one are you selling? Go on. John McGinn. Yeah. Callum McGregor. Yeah. Billy Gilmore. That's easy so John McGinn League Cup winner with St Mirren Scottish Cup winner with Hibbs playoff winner with Aston Villa Scotland's 7th top goal scorer of all time with 60 caps Callum McGregor Celtic captain one of the most decorated players of all time 8 titles 5 Scottish Cups 7 League Cups 1 time PFA player of the year 56 caps for Scotland with 3 goals and Billy Gilmore uh, FA Cup runner up Champions League winner with Chelsea Chelsea Academy player of the year breakthrough player at the Toulon Tournament 22 caps for Scotland and 1 goal so let us know your thoughts on your social media channels so it's at big Football scott who starts who's the sub and who's getting sold at big Football scott on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. And you can also leave your comments on YouTube as well. Right, what are you going for you and Cameron start sub sell. Start with McGregor. Okay. Start with McGregor,
2: he is key to Scotland. He keeps things ticking over. Definitely starting him. Hundred percent. Love McGregor. Now, Great player.
1: We should probably clarify, are we making this For a Scotland team, or are we just making this in general? In general. Okay. Just in general.
2: Okay. So, I'm starting McGregor. If if, if I've got the three of them in my club, Mm -hmm. right, I'm starting McGregor. I'm subbing Gilmore. Okay. And I'm selling again because he is going to get you shitloads of money to upgrade your team. But for me, I love McGregor as a player. Sitting in that role in the midfield keeping things ticking over, good football brain, good football intelligence. And even when the midfield is jam-packed, he always seems to find space and keeps the ball moving. So McGregor for me, Gilmore is a similar player to McGregor. So when McGregor tires, bring Gilmore on just to keep possession, keep things ticking over. And I'm selling again because he's a, he's a goal-scoring midfielder, attacking midfielder, and they're hard to come by. I think you get tens of millions of pounds from again.
1: Okay, so you're selling them again to reinvest in your
2: squad? Yeah, 100%. And by the way, the fans won't be happy with me for selling them again. They'd, they'd hate me for selling again because of the character, the personality. You're taking a lot
1: of goals out of your team that's if you're what selling again.
2: That's, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I mean, you will not now listen. And if you don't reinvest the money properly, you're, you're, you're bringing yourself a bit of, bit of trouble there because the fans will love them again and they'll hate that you've sold them. But that's the way I would go. What about you?
1: I don't know. I think that's really I think this is really difficult. It's a tough one. Um I'd I'd probably as it stands, just who's who's getting most money if you're
2: selling them tomorrow? Well, to be fair, I think Gilmore would get a lot of money. He was 10 million from Chelsea to Brighton. I know, but if they sell him tomorrow, they're getting 20 million for him. I think double the price. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. What are you getting from again right now?
1: There was talk more than years. that, 40, 50 million probably. There was two,
2: two years ago, there was talk that Man United were sniffing about 55 million.
1: But then, you know, how old is John McGinn now?
2: Oh, that's a good point. What, what is George, he? 28? John McGinn's 29. 29. So he'll be 30 next year. So he's kind of like in his peak right now,
1: and he'll be on Wait, the other side of it. Whereas Gilmore's obviously a, a lot younger. Yes. Um, so you might get more money for him. I, I, I think, all things being equal, I'm starting McGregor as well. Mm hmm. Because for all the reasons you've just said I think he's very good I think he's keeps the ball so well yeah. He dictates games really well yeah. He dictates the tempo of games I think Gilmore is also capable of that But he's not He doesn't do it quite as consistently as what McGregor does um, That'll come in time though Yeah, well I hopefully experience. Yeah, Absolutely, yeah um, McGinn <sighs> I'd probably put McGinn on the bench just for goals and, and sell get, and sell get, Gilmore
2: and get twenty five million for Gilmore.
1: Yeah, I think so, but I think it's difficult.
3: I, I think it's like, a tough one. I it's a good that's one,
1: really difficult. So start sub sell Callum McGregor, John McGinn, Billy Gilmore. That is your choice. Yes. So. A wee reminder, you can uh, watch us on YouTube. Hello, if you're watching on YouTube. Hi everybody, Hi, everybody. We're here. That's me in the Rangers jersey. Yep, and um you can just search for Clyde One Super Scoreboard on YouTube and you'll see our videos pop up every single Monday. So you can do that. Uh, and remember, Clyde One Super Scoreboard is on the air every single night across Glasgow in the West from 6pm with Gordon Duncan through to 8pm taking your calls. Your only place to have your say for Scottish football across the country every night from 6 o'clock and then on Saturdays obviously from 2 o'clock as well sometimes 12 o'clock if there's an early kick yes. like it was at the weekend there and if you're everywhere else in the country um, you can listen to the big Saturday football show from 2 o'clock and that is on 4th One on TfM on North Sound One on MFR and on West FM as well so thank you very much for everyone who's tuning in to all our football shows we very much appreciate it and we obviously have former Hibs and Aberdeen striker uh, Steve Cowan on the line As well, right? Time for question time then. That's a good one. So, we were going to ask you how long Barry Robson had left. (laughs) They beat Motherwell, and then obviously the week League Cup final, so he's probably got quite a long time left. So, we've ditched that. But something landed on our lap. Yes, and it was on fire. It was a pyro, and it was the scenes at Dens Park last Wednesday night. It was Dundee versus Rangers. The pyro in their way end. And we ask you for your opinions on that. So Rob says, Time and a place for it. If clubs can assist and help with health and safety, there's nothing wrong with it. John says, Just shows a lack of attention span of today's younger fans. Did they need pyro when I started going through the football? Uh, Matondo Prop says, Clubs should meet with authorities and fan groups so they can find a way to make it safer. Keep it in the game, just find a way to make it safe. Big Mo says, As long as no one gets hurt, I don't see the problem. Josh says, Who cares? It's here to stay. Normally a league would look at, at it pragmatically and see how they could make it much safer. But our league is run by dinosaurs, so the fans will bear the brunt of the increased authoritarian policing. Rangers5512 says, When it's Rangers, ban them, jail them, deduct points from the club. Others, it brings colour and atmosphere, and increases overall spectacle in the game. Uh, Not that you're paranoid, me. We also ran a poll on this. We asked, No pyro or no pyro, no party? With 80% of the vote, it was all about the pyro, as you voted no pyro, no party. So... So the pyro's popular. The pyro's popular. Now, the pyro's
2: popular across Europe. And here's where I am going to call out a lot of the media and call them hypocrites. And the reason a lot in the media are hypocrites, see when you see the scenes in Turkey or in Italy and you see the pyro and you see that atmosphere, they all say, oh, what a spectacle. Oh, look at that. It's unbelievable. It's like walking into a cauldron of noise and colour and, no, and, and and song and then when it happens in the UK stop it happens in Scotland stop it what are you doing what are you doing what are you doing what are you doing it's horrible what are you doing it's this it's that it's that it's this I think the issue that we have here is that see when you say you can't do something people are going to do it and that's what's happening so what happened at Den's Park off the back of it no pyro no pyro no pyro what did we see at the League Cup semi-final over the weekend loads of pyro loads of pyro in the Hearts end yesterday for the Rangers game, and I think it was in the Aberdeen end, was it? And mm-hmm. the, the first semi-final. So um, I think you're right. There has to be some sort of like happy medium here because it does add colour and atmosphere.
1: Let's be honest, right? Also, the, 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 the game on Wednesday night it looked really cool. There's there's a
2: picture like, there's like, a, there's a picture in one of the newspapers where Danilo is is got is in control of the ball. And the photographer's taking this picture, and he's got a defender by his side, and behind them is this amazing sight of the the pyro. It, it looks really not,
1: cool. It looked phenomenal. And, and see, TV companies and stuff like that—they'll use that footage. Oh, they will in their promos and all that. Hundred, you're going to see that everywhere. You're
2: going to see it absolutely everywhere. But then, at the same time, going, oh,
1: well, you know, silly football fans, you know,
2: heathens and all this stuff. I I was listening, unfortunately. To talk sport The day after that game And Jim White Was on With Simon Jordan And he Was having a right pop At the Scottish football fans Any opportunity That they get They will have a pop At Scottish football and he said of fans who are like the ultras of the football club. Now, Hearts have got their ultras, which is just behind the goal mm-hmm. in the Gorgie Road End. You've got the Union Bears, you've got the Green Brigade, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. There's all these fan groups within most football clubs around the country who yep. will create an atmosphere. And I think they're great for Scottish football. I think they're just good for football generally. And Tyne Castle is much better... For the the hearts, casu- the hearts casuals, the Hearts ultras, <laughs> Hearts casuals from back in the day, um, and it makes for a better atmosphere. Same with the Union Bears at Rangers, and the same with the Green Brigade. Now, there's things that the Green Brigade do that people don't like and they're upset with, and that's a debate for another day. But I'm just talking about what they bring in regards to an atmosphere in a general sense. And Jim White turned around and he said this: He goes, "See these fans that turn up dressed in black, and they stand on a stepladder with a megaphone. You're embarrassing." No, you're embarrassing, mate, because you're a dinosaur. He's a dinosaur. What's wrong with the fans dressing up in black and creating an atmosphere with a megaphone, with a drum? He says, oh, why do you just turn up and support your team? They are supporting the team, you plum by turning up and creating an atmosphere. Other fans appreciate it. The TV companies appreciate it. It lifts it. And see when you're going through a time in the game where it's maybe nil-nil and your team maybe need a wee lift and the drums are going, the fans are singing, there's somebody there with a megaphone. Brilliant!
1: Me sitting there saying, it's embarrassing. No, you're embarrassing, mate. You're a cringe. So, it doesn't happen very often, but you and Cameron, I wholeheartedly, 100% agree with you. Yay! I do. I think let's
2: find a happy medium I think that, we that we can that add it to it and keep it safe but I don't this idea of just banning it and go blah 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 but then being you're a you're heavy- always
1: better regulating something than banning it I think with everything so I yes. think like stuff like this is um, is a, another perfect example of usually old men <laughs> who are so disconnected to what people are actually... Like, you know, when's the last time Jim White paid into a football match? Correct. Um, 100%. 100%. So, I think, um, you know, these people are... Yeah, ro- they're, they're dinosaurs. Right, they're losers. Right, okay. Um, so, no pyro, no party. Uh, that is your decision. That is what you want and we will abide by that. So, bring on the pyro. And, you know, and I saw people saying, oh, there's no such thing as safe pyro. Well, I must have imagined literally hundreds of thousands of people going to see fireworks across the weekend at organised displays by the council across scotland going and enjoying themselves with their families with their sparklers and all the rest of it as well there's pyro all over the place we talked to a scotland game exactly exactly it, uh, on, on the pitch there has Do to be have fireworks on the pitch yeah there has to be a happy that, medium that that's another that's another example you know a lot of um football clubs and uh, national teams use pyro before the games so they basically said no no we can use the pyro because like we are you know like we, know we can what be we're trusted doing. we can be trusted but you can i think but there is a happy medium to be done here it's a yet another example of football fans being shat on and just being, you know, treated like children. And Let's, I think, listen, it's, I think listen, you, we I, need a grown-up conversation yeah, about that, that's, that, it. That, and between that and, you, you know, it's another conversation about, yeah, getting a drink at a football match as well. Um, which I st- in this day and age, I think is ludicrous. Like, I'm going to eat Firmon versus Dundee United on Friday night and I won't be, got, be able to get a pint. like half-time what, or whatever. What, what's the problem, you know? What is the problem? And to be fair, I've heard Neil Doncaster speak about this as well, and he's like, we're constantly pushing for it. It's the authorities that yeah. don't want it. So, yeah. but I just think there probably there needs to be a tipping point here. You, you,
2: you said something which is key. We need a grown up conversation about the pyro and creating an atmosphere at our football stadium. And I, listen, I get why there might be some concern. I'm balancing out here. There might be a wee bit of concern that it could be dropped or it could, like, maybe burn somebody or if it's not done in a, in a safe way. Thankfully, nothing like that's happened in any of the incidents yep. that we've been talking about, whether it be the League Cup semi-final or whether it be at Dense Park during the week. So I agree with you. I think there's a happy medium and I think there needs to be some grown-up chats to be had about how we go about finding that happy medium where we can create that atmosphere and create that colour
1: because it does look spectacular next week's question on question time on the big scottish football podcast where is the strangest place you have met a footballer oh it's as simple as that where's the strangest place you have met a footballer let us know by jumping on our socials at big football scott and get involved I met craig moore the former rangers defender at a water park in dubai <laughs>
0: I met Neil McCann at the bar at Bruce Springsteen and he turned to me and says, When's he going to start playing the Gidgeons?
1: <laughs> Perfect. These are this is what we want, okay? Football players out with their normal habitat. Okay? Where have you seen them? Let us know who it was, where you saw them, and we'll get to that. Uh, on the show next week, or you get to that on the show next week because I'm not going to be yeah, here. Yeah, I'll be here though. I'll be here. You'll be here. You'll have a guest host, a mystery guest host. No, it won't be a mystery. I think I'm going to ask Mark Wilson
2: to join me. I bet or prob- Gordon DL. He'll probably they'll probably they won't blame me because they love me both. Well, I might get them both of... in actually. Well, well, it's you... up to you, producer John. John, me to phone them or sh- or will you phone them? I'll give them a shout. Yeah, yeah okay. but I'm pals with them. They don't like you. I'm pals with them. Okay. I'm pals with. them okay. pals with I them. was playing he, golf with Gordon DL last week. He's a good golfer. He's a very good golfer to be fair. He's
1: actually of four at Big Football, Scott, that is where you get in for uh, your answers to where's the weirdest place you've seen a footballer it's as simple as that okay let's round it off with our quiz it's time for the shootout everyone and please welcome down our host for the quiz Reusing our questions on beat the pundits on a weekly basis, says producer John. How are you doing?
0: Thanks very much. I've got to write about sixty football
3: yeah, questions oh, a week, man. Boo-hoo. It's a boo-hoo. lot. So sometimes
0: mm-hmm. I think, people, you know, the pundits won't listen to this, so it's worth reusing. Boo Boo Anyway, hi. How are you doing? I'm Not too bad. bad. Yes, exactly. Right, okay. Yeah. Right. The current score is, of course, after Ewan's famous victory last week. Uh, it's 10-3 10-3 to, right?
2: to, to Stephen
0: early in the season still plenty of time to crawl it back yep absolutely right
1: okay we're flipping the coin yeah flip, flip it. it flip the coin it's me calling it this week you called it last week okay I'll go, go ahead
2: else <laughs> get in I had to lose this every week right um, I'm going to go first this week do we you yeah. oh, yep, go first Yeah, I'm going to go first
0: problem Ewan um, right okay
2: question oh, one of five
0: it pull it back Ewan um, okay, first question. What are the words to follow? Follow. i A joke. See what I did there.
2: I see what you did there, I
3: was just go. going Do to I ignore say you. It then?
2: No, I
0: don't.
3: No. Nope. I, no. Yeah. Okay.
0: Right. Okay. First question. then you and who finished last season as Rangers' top goal scorer in all competitions?
1: And you're sat there, well on the top.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Must be Morelos, was it not? Who was at Rangers
2: last year? What else was in that team, would not they? It wasn't Cholak, was it?
1: I genuinely don't know.
2: It's one of those two. It has to be one of those two. Oh, it has to be. I would say it has to be, you <sighs> Wouldn't
1: they have sold Cholak if he was their top goalscorer? would they have? It'd be really unlike Rangers to make a really stupid transfer decision. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, go- I'm gonna go.
2: How was that? the fuck did Mirelos was injured for a while, was he not?
1: Just answer the question, Ian. Let me come move on and we'll find out the answer. Because everyone just wants to know the answer at this stage. <laughs> Rangers fans
2: will know it. I'm gonna go with Morelos. Morelos' final answer? E- no. <laughs> <laughs> yes!
0: Marshall is, saved. is it Cholak? Yes. Nope. Ken! Nope. I genuinely have no. Sakala! Nope. Very I- obvious. Scored two goals at the weekend. Oh, Tavernier! Yeah. Was he?! 18 goals for the season last season. <sighs> Just think, he takes the penalties for Rangers, obviously he's going to be top goalscorer. <sighs> Nightmare. There you go. Right, Steven, up to you now. Um, right. What nationality is Celtic's Luis Palma? Uh, oh, I
2: know this. I'm gonna
1: write it down. Oh, I don't know. Wow, I've got that written down. He's from either Central America or South America. There are lots of countries. Shut countries. up,
2: Stephen. Uh, um, John, you, know, you don't need to say anything. Do you yeah. want
1: a country, or a, can I just give no, you a you region? Okay? You, you can't want a just country? Give
2: an area. You just can't give a you continent.
1: Like... oh, he's from Antarctica. He's he from can't...
2: Europe.
0: Hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: I don't know. Argentinian.
0: Argentinian. Yeah. Final answer. Yeah. And I that. What are you saying? Yes. You in? I, I thought th- it was Australia.
1: Luis <laughs> Palma is not from Australia. He's from Honduras. Oh, bollocks! Oh, I geez. was going to use that. I was between Who Argentina and Honduras.
2: Did did, Wayne, did not sign somebody from Australia?
1: A winger.
0: Teo, Is it T O?
2: Oh T O. Yes. Oh,
0: yes. So, right. right. Anyway, right. nil nil. Got any nil, question nil. too? Right, Ian. Uh, which manager is the longest-serving gaffer in the Scottish Championship? Which manager is the longest-serving in the Scottish Championship?
2: It has to be Dick, is it not?
0: <laughs> is it Dick? And just what in the Championship
2: or yes, just in, in general? The ch- in the championship. But just but as in 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 their careers. Yes. It has to be Dick, is it not? Ian McCall's been around for a
0: while. No, but like, in terms of who's managed the team the longest. Oh, so not like right. Who's the oldest you and, you know, it's who's managed the <sighs> club the longest.
2: Out of the ten managers that are there mm-hmm. just now, it's not Goodwin, good obviously. It's not
0: McCall. Might be Dick. Could be Dick. Stop saying Dick. Shut up, you... <laughs> <laughs> Do
2: you think you know... Going, you right doing what you think it is? No. Do you know who it is? Yeah. Am I right with Dick Campbell? I
1: would say is. I'm. Uh, you don't need to say. It. I'm going to give you my answer. I'd say is probably. I'm going with Dick
2: Campbell. that's my prob- final answer. Probably
1: think about it first before you say that. Dick Campbell, final answer, you. Yeah. Go. Yeah, of course it is. Get so in. Two
0: thousand seven hundred eighty-six days in charge of our. Boat. Wow. There you go right Stephen up to you now Lewis Ferguson became joint top score, scorer in Serie A for a Scottish player at the weekend who was the other so Lewis Ferguson became the Scot to score the most goals in Serie A at the weekend joint top scorer who was the other scorer
1: I who know did he equal it's quite easy was it Dennis Law no
0: Dennis Law final answer no yeah I thought it was Jordan oh. it is Dennis Law Joe Jordan I think only got like goals oh did he oh, okay
2: there, yeah. by the way Lewis Ferguson's been outstanding for Bologna. they're up to six in the league and they've only lost one game this season I
0: know playing Juventus at the weekend yeah. so Juventus he scored against them it was Lats who Lats, scored Lats, Lats, well, yeah.
2: good goal about. as well
0: right okay Ewan yeah how many current Scottish Premiership sides has Lauren Shankland played for how many current Scottish Premiership sides has Lauren Shankland played for He's your captain.
2: I know what he is and who he is. Currently, he was at Dundee, but they're out they're of the league.
0: Stevens just folded his arms like he definitely knows the answer to this. <laughs> I
1: do know the answer, if it's any consolation.
2: I'm going to go three. Three? Yeah
0: who are you thinking like
2: does it matter does it matter okay th- you're just going for three well you asked me how many or so That's telling That's I'm, all, telling that's
0: you. your, I'm just i was just interested go on then tell me three final answer yeah I've well, got no idea who they are <laughs> I know they're
1: <it laughs> one of those hearts is it Motherwell Motherwell nope. no St Mirren and Aberdeen that's correct oh Aberdeen Stephen, yes
2: yeah,
0: correct right okay <laughs> two one up Pulled that out of the bag. Um, right Stephen what club did Adam Rooney join after leaving Aberdeen
1: it was Salford City Ah You're right You're right 2-2 two, two, After three questions Get in Because did they not offer more money than Aberdeen Yes Yes they did
0: Yeah that was It was on the documentary wasn't it Aye uh, uh, Right okay Ewan Yes The Buffs The what? The Buffs <laughs> Are the nickname of which Scottish junior side? <laughs> the Buffs The Buffs? Yep do you know the answer? Yep. It's a victory sip from Stephen as well, because he knows the answer. <sighs> the Buffs.
2: Yep. A junior side. Yes. I only know a few junior sides, and the Buffs, like, one of the most successful junior sides in Scottish football is Glen Afton. Is it Glen Afton?
0: Glen Afton. Shut, I'm not answering you, Shut is up. Is that
2: your final answer? Shut up, Stephen. What? The buffs. I'm just I'm, final answer, Glen
0: Afton. <laughs> final answer, Glen Afton. A oh fuck! You and Cameron are yes! mutual friends. Big, big fan of this team, as well as Rangers. Gredo is called winning Rangers. Is that? Yep. In our former podcast we spoke about them an awful lot. It does ring a bell
2: when you yeah. say that. Oh uh, I know Gredo listens to this, he'll be absolutely beeling at me. He will
0: be. Right, okay, Stephen, over to you Yeah, it's 2-2 two, two. It's 2-2, two, two. Stephen can go into the lead here Who was the manager of Dundee United the last time they won the Scottish Cup in 2010? Who was the manager when they won it in 2010?
2: You know, don't you? Don't sit there and play who's <laughs> if you don't know <laughs> Just say the answer and take the lead to 3-2 Go on well, the reason I know this
1: answer is because. You interviewed him last week or something? We spoke about it on Saturday. We did? Yeah. Off air. I can't <laughs> In the studio. I can't remember. Because the answer is Peter Houston. Oh, so we did talk about him. The ginger god himself, Peter Houston,
0: correct answer!
1: And the reason I brought him up. Or somebody brought him up. And then we were talking about him, what he does now, and I think he's a scout for Celtic, but... He
2: also works in a taxi.
1: Yes. And the story is that he took over interim charge from Craig Levine, who we haven't spoken about. We'll save that for the end, actually, for St. Johnson. Um, Uh, Don't bother, because Craig Levine, dinosaur. He um, basically took over from Craig Levine, won the Scottish Cup whilst he was still interim in charge, I think. Yes. And then was like... Right, I want the same money that Craig Levine was on. And they had to give him it because he'd just won we'll just the Scottish Cup. <laughs> yeah. So no, yeah. Right, so, you you need to get this unit, otherwise it's all over. Well, or you can go for a top sh- bin. Sh- 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 and so so after four questions you're three two up. Yeah, so you've got one question left, but if you go for the top bin and get it, then you could like that would be it.
2: Yeah, no well no, because if you get it right, got play exactly. a player. Exactly. Uh what you
1: call it? A tiebreaker.
2: Tiebreaker. I'm going to go with the top Ben. You've top Ben. Top Ben for two points to get me up to four. Oh, come on. Oh, here
0: we go, then. Top Ben, If I get this wrong, Stephen wins it. Who is the longest-serving manager currently in the SPFL? In all of the SPFL? All four leagues. Oh, Who f- is the longest-serving manager in the SPFL? Oh, what kind of question is that? It's a top bin. question, is what it is. Can you narrow it down to your league? No. No. I, absolutely not. So. I actually look at Steve's face. I don't think he knows the answer to this one.
2: He doesn't. This is like, this is like asking me to give you the equation for can how far will it take to get to the moon and back?
0: <laughs> is that an equation they
2: used? The, I don't two? know. You know what I mean how many light years away or whatever it is or how many I don't think
1: the moon's any light years
2: There's away certainly no light any... years away
1: no. I said Mars you said, said the moon. moon did I say the moon? he said the moon right I'm getting confused now even Mars I don't think is any light years
2: oh. away to be honest with you <laughs> I'm just in a bad place right now with
1: this question <laughs> right?
0: and sit me in a ranger's top
1: <sighs> having sung follow follow
0: yeah would you like to sing it again you? no that help you.
1: This is, uh, I've this got is, an this answer. This is just constantly going round in Ewan's head, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm
2: going to i a barrel. I'm going to say Ian McCall.
0: Ian McCall's not.
2: <laughs> Wait. Ian McCall, is he manager. Is he man? He's in, he's in charge just now, isn't he? You're Ian McCall? No, I'm not. you saying Ian McCall? No, I'm not. That's what you said, Ewan. Yeah, but I'm not giving you that as my answer yet. John. I'm thinking about it. Hold on! Fuck's sake, John. He was at Falkirk in the 90s. In the noughties. That's my first choice. Oh, I, come
0: it's on, not, Ewan.
1: Ewan, answer the question. I'm going with Ian McCall.
0: And is saved.
1: What club is yes. Ian McCall club John managing? John nearly gave you the answer there. How? What? Well, not gave you the answer, but told you it wasn't Ian McCall. Because he's obviously not a manager anymore. So who's, who's Ian McCall managing? It's not! So why did you say him? I don't know! Because the right answer, John, and correct me if I'm wrong, is Dick Campbell.
0: It's the wrong answer, Steve. Oh! Then.
1: <laughs> the what right. league? Wait,
0: what league? Right, I'll give you the Leaguers League, League too. You'll never get this. You'll never get this. Oh, is it the boy
1: thing. for... No, it's not the boy for Elgin. It's not. Oh, is it, um, is it Robbie Horn?
0: It's not Robbie
1: Horn. Um, wait there. Is it the boy for Spartans? It is the
0: boy for Spartans. And
1: his name is Mr. Roogie, Spartans.
0: Rookie Samuels. We've never no, got him in, no. never got, got that in a million we got. years. So we'll just play the Champions League. Thank you. Back course. to winning ways no, after our no, no, no. blip
1: last week. No, no. Shit. Uh, yeah, well, listen... That, that
0: happens sometimes. I've just had a, the worst weekend
2: ever watching Hearts get beat for Rangers. Just I've sat here in the Rangers jersey, I've signed follow, follow, I've just lost the quiz. I thought there were light years between Earth and Mars and it clearly isn't. No. I've just had a nightmare today. Ah,
1: you yeah, have had a bit of a nightmare. But I've won the quiz, which is the most important thing. And we really should... Oh, there's the bag coming out. Yeah, the bag's out because I'm packing up to leave you, you muppet. No, well, we we need to talk about Craig Levine. No, we don't. As St. Johnson manager. What do we need to say? Well, they're playing Motherwell tomorrow night for a start. Amazing are St Johnston going to stay up under Craig Levine or is that just it, see gives,
2: what... it gives him a chance because he's been there done it got the t-shirt but they're still in a bit of a mess and they've got rubbish players so yeah he's got a tough job on his hand
1: yeah but so to answer my question are they staying up or are they going down
2: uh, one of the two they'll either go <laughs> <laughs> right so they'll it's either insightful. right okay okay right. I'm, I'm packed up and ready to go right so what I will say about St Johnston they will either be bottom or second bottom right and that's it they right. ain't going to get any higher than that okay and that's my point, and I think it'll be between them and Livingston. So, do you store. think it's
1: a good appointment? That
2: Craig Levine... It's between them and Livingston. Do you think it's a good relegation. appointment? No, no, no. Who would
1: you have appointed then?
2: It's the same names that go round in circles. It's quite boring. Yeah. So no,
1: Craig, Craig Levine hasn't been in football the, the, for the, what, four years or something. Four or five years. Now? The reason, the reason um, I've got a bet,
2: I don't really care because Hearts in the situation we find ourselves now, started with Craig Levine, and we're still dealing with that mess. Right.
1: But so, you said he's been there, done it and got the
2: t-shirt. So. Yeah, because he has in the past. But um, let's move on. I need to go. Have you done what you need to do? No. What else do you need to do before I, I need go? to ask you more about St Johnson. No, you don't because I've I, done it. I that.
1: do. No, I'm, I'm just saying, so Craig Levine... Former Scotland manager. Yeah, you got Craig, really? if, you've, Re-
2: if you've got, if you're setting me up here with Craig Levine on the phone making an arse of myself, then I would not. I'll be
1: really pissed off. So Craig Levine did a great job at Dundee United. Let him get the Scotland job. I think we're all happy at that. Obviously, didn't go well at Scotland. Didn't no. go well at Hearts really no. either. Let's no. be honest. No, it was a mess. So you know, like I don't think it's unfair to say that Craig Levine hasn't had a successful season in football since around two thousand and nine. Correct. So, but you still think it's a decent appointment out of who was available? Yeah, right. Who else would they have got? I
2: don't he, know. N- you need a steady hand. You need someone with experience who can go in and do the job. They've gone. And the comp- he, he basically got Hearts relegated. I know. They've ba- they've gone from <laughs> they've gone from one extreme to the other with Stephen McLean and into okay. Craig Levine. And I think that's where they needed to go.
1: Right. Okay. Fair enough. Andy Kirk because he's number two as well. He's I like, like, like Andy Kirk. Nice guy. Right. So so you you're sounding more positive about this. Is as, as no, I like it. Andy
2: Kirk, but I've not got much time for Craig Levine after what he done at Hearts. Listen, Isaac,
1: I, I, I like... You, are you following out with Craig Levine? Is there well, we, another we, person that
2: you've fallen out with? We don't speak as often as we used to. When was the last time we spoke to him? Um, before he appointed Cathro, Right. And Cathro came in and then it all went pear-shaped. Why are we talking about we just move on? I need to get him for my lunch. What, you get in for your lunch? A Subway sandwich.
1: <laughs> We're definitely going to move on. Right. Thank you very much for listening to the podcast this week, wherever you're listening to it or watching it on YouTube as well. Remember, you can subscribe in all your usual podcast places and leave us a big, fat, juicy five stars. And wherever you are around the world as well, yes. make sure you listen and tell your friends because we want to rocket up those charts next week. So I'm not going to be here. You and Cameron will have someone else sitting in this seat. So uh, good luck to them. Um, and remember, you can catch myself and Ian Cameron on the big Saturday football show everywhere else in Scotland, apart from Clyde One, where you will get Clyde One super scoreboard this coming Saturday and, of course, midweek as well, taking your calls on all the big topics across Scottish football. That is it from us. And get in touch for question time, start, stop, sell and just general banner. I big football, Scott. We're away. I'll see you in a couple of weeks. bye, Don't have everybody. to be with him.
3: Everyone's amazing. Thank you.